Welcome to Coach Pep Talk, the podcast for professional life and business coaches. Pick up new skills, ideas, and inspiration for your coaching business with our candid interviews with talented experts from all over the world. This episode of Coach Pep Talk is brought to you by Life Coach Office, where you can manage your coaching clients completely online. Get a professional start, get your systems set up in about five minutes or less. You can sign up for a free seven-day trial at www.universalcoachingsystems.com slash try hyphen LCO. And we'll link to that in the show notes. This week, we have Dr. Claire Allen on the show, who got her first CEO role in her 20s. And since then, she's held the top job at several of Australia's most successful for-purpose organizations. Now, even though Claire is known for her astute business acumen, meaning she takes organizations from millions in debt to millions in profit while she's the head honcho, she is a leader who leads with body, mind, and spirit synergies. And now she's showing other leaders how to do the same. And I, I know there are so many things I could talk about with Claire, but I was so excited to get her on the show and at least start this first dialogue with Claire talking about how she's managing a CEO role for a leading organization in Australia while also transitioning into her coaching business. Because I know plenty of my uh, listeners have uh, ambitions to transition from their job into their own coaching business too. So let's hear what Dr. Claire Allen has to say. Hello and welcome. I'm very excited today to introduce Dr. Claire Allen. We've known each other for about the past 18 months and have had the opportunity to do some cool work together. Claire is in a really fascinating position because she is currently the CEO of Visibility Guide Dogs WA and Tasmania in Australia. And she's also on the side launching her own coaching business, Dr. Claire Allen. And what I'm very excited to talk to Claire about today and share with my audience is how Claire has managed to do everything and manage all of that work in one go and to give those of you who are in a similar similar position some tips and ideas to go forward with that. So welcome, Dr. Claire Allen. Thanks, Benet. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks so much for being here. So let's get straight into it because we're trying to keep this show to about 20 minutes. And I know that you've got so many fabulous nuggets for all the listeners out there. I just, let's just get straight into it. I mean, here you are managing this humongous CEO role while at the same time launching your own business. What does your week look like? It's um, pretty busy and pretty organized. And um, I find that if I've got a good plan for the week, so on a Monday morning, for example, I put down my top 10 priorities. And as long as I achieve those, then I'm really happy. And I also have really good work-life harmonies. So I remember a CEO uh, saying once, you know, if I make three really good decisions in the day, then I've done my job. Now, if that decision is before three o'clock or four o'clock, great. If it's at nine o'clock at night, great. You just go with the flow. But you focus on the big picture items and not the little things. So I don't sweat the small stuff at all. 
Okay, so let's, I would like to, if you're, if you're okay with it, I'd love to explore that top 10 priorities list um, a little bit further. That's something that I also do, although I don't always have 10. Um, with that split, how much is for your business? How much is for um, your, your job? And, and how? Okay, well, I believe in taking, I mean, obviously my, my main job uh, you know, pays my salary. And so my CEO gig takes my big priority. So I actually, you know, before I go into work, I spend at least an hour on my business each day. So that's my business on the side. Okay. So I would have about two decisions that I would make on that day. But I want to take a step back first, Benet, because the one thing is I've got to be really clear about what I want. I'm the same in my CEO roles and I'm the same in my business. So I'm clear about what I want and what I want to achieve. So the tasks that I actually put into play are actually quite simple. So I work on a quick win strategy. And as long as I do something each day, then I'm really comfortable with that. Okay. Um, could, could you give us an example of maybe something you've done today or this week that, that will sort of provide a, a tangible thing for the, the audience to grasp onto about this quick win strategy? Yeah. Well, look, this week is a bit different because we're launching uh, one of our products next week. So it's been about reviewing all of the processes within there. So what I've done is I've got up this morning and I basically went through all of that, made sure I checked all the editing and that was ready to go. So that's my priority. So you got to learn. And one, one thing I learned in assessment centers a long time ago, and assessment centers are where you go to refine your skills and get given multiple tasks, is what's a priority and what's a not not a priority. If it was a typical morning, then obviously I've got to do my blogs and I've got to do my posts. I'm now really good because what I do is I schedule all my posts on a Sunday. So they're all done for the week. I don't have to think about them. But idea generations or blogs or responding to people that I do first thing in the morning. That's in my, in my drclareallen.com business. Um, and in my work business, when I get in, it's just meeting after meeting after meeting that that would be my day okay okay so let's see and when you're um when you're talking about that top 10 priorities list let's just go back to that for a minute you said you have about two for your business and then the other eight are for your job yeah that's right that's right that's okay right. and as long as i get through those by the end of the day then i'm happy I can go for a walk or I can, you know, basically spend some time with the family or I can go to the gym or I can do something for myself. So I don't put the pressure on myself that I used to put on a long time ago, which was trying to eat the elephant all at once, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. a tricky one. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so <laughs> sorry for sticking with the priorities. I just really want to understand this thing for myself too. So the top 10 priorities, that's something that you do for the whole week or you do that for each day? Each day. Each you day. do that for each day. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I do my, my weekly priorities, but I also each day will say, what are the top things I need to deal with for today? And I get through them. I mean, and obviously there's all the little small things that need to be done. Um, but I'm also a great delegator. It's one of my key skills at work. I can delegate heaps of things. And even in my, uh, you know, sort of my, Dr. Claire Allen business, I can actually delegate those things I'm not good at. I'm not going to spend hours trying to work on the website. I'm not going to spend hours working on things I'm not good at. I'd rather pay for that. My time is valuable. 
Yeah, that's actually a great segue into something else I did want to talk to you about is when you, you know, you're just starting out, you're starting your, or you're starting your, your coaching business on the side, how do you how do you decide what to delegate? How do you decide what to what your budget can be? Um, any tips for for people who who are um, scratching their head about that for their business and while they're transitioning right now? Yeah. Well, what I did is, and which I've done all the way through my entire life, is in my working career, is I invest ten uh, percent of my income um, back into my personal development or into my growth. And so mm -hmm. I see my business, which I started you know, a couple of years ago as that. So I put, I take from my salary and I put in that 10% investment, no more, no less. So okay. that goes into that until it actually starts generating in the cash that needs to generate into the business. And, you know, when it comes to courses or study, I'm doing the, the, the doctor of uh, metaphysics at the moment. So on top of that, I'm actually built. So there's the, I call it the horizons. So you've got horizon one, which is right now. These are the things I have to do in my business. Horizon two is your contingent, so it might be a year ahead, and horizon three might be three years ahead. So always do a little bit that's futuristic. So the metaphysics, one day I wanna be a spiritual teacher, so I'll do that on the side, and I'll make sure I knock off one unit a week. Okay, and then you, so as far as your spending goes, then you, you break down that 10% to, to cross those three horizons? Yes. Yes. And I might only spend, you know, uh, for example, the majority will go into Horizon 1, which is 80%. And then you'll actually go, well, I'm actually going to look at 10% in the other two areas. So you're constantly always thinking about the future. Now, I do that in my, in my companies. And I want to say I've taken companies from two sites to 11 sites across Western Australia, from 2,000 clients to 12,000 clients. I use the same system in every single business that I go in. I have rules of thumb, and these rules of thumb have worked for me every single time. And a rule of thumb will be surplus to turnover, um, how much you're going to invest in your business, uh, where you can actually think you can uh, create efficiencies, those sorts of things. Who your partners are, who are the people you want to work with, who can really um, you know, support that level of growth. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so and you, I guess you use use all of those things in your in your Claire, Dr. Claire Allen business as well as yeah, your CEO. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's see. I would like to. Um, I know I've know a little bit of your journey. I'd love to hear your comments about how long it takes to get a coaching business up and running, and what's really involved. Kind of, you know, you see all these gurus out there that'll say you can be an overnight success, and there's there's so much marketing and sales happening out there to to help people grow their business. What have you found to be the truth um, that's sitting behind all of that? Yeah. My firm belief is that you need to be a thought leader and you need a magnetic personal brand. And once you develop that level of credibility, then your coaching business will grow exponentially. So you, don't, you can't go out there and hang up a shingle and think everybody's going to come to you, even if you've got credibility and even if you do display vulnerability. You have to be able to be someone that is noticed. So I always used to say, when I worked in rural communities, unless your business was on the main street, you'll go broke. It's a bit the same as running your coaching business. Unless you're out there, unless you're blogging, unless you're actually at women's forums, unless you're contributing, 
then you're really not going to get the traction that you need to get. So for me, that's really important. And the magnetic brand actually niches you. So if you just say, I'm a coach of this, but you don't specialize, then what's going to start happening is that you're just going to get all of that all over the place. Once you start to specialize, once you're a thought leader, once your brand statements are strong, then people will just flock to you. They'll start coming to you, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, I mean, I turn, I'm turning people away and I'll tell you why I'm turn, turning people away is because I want to do it all online. I'm not going to have time to, run, to be a CEO and to run my coaching business. So that's why I'm developing the online, online coaching and looking at being a virtual coach simply because I, I don't have time for all those one-on-one meetings. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so that's why I had to make that choice is that, well, actually, I'll be changing my job, but I'll be spending so much time. So you have to work, work out what works for you as well and where your energy is best suited. Yeah, I'm a big believer in that. So what, can, you, can you explore a little bit the types of products that you're focusing on in your business um, to, to, I guess, to give you the lifestyle that you're looking for? Yeah. Well, I developed the, the Build Up Masterclass, which is basically helping people to uh, be attract, an attractive proposition in the career market, to propel their career, to get promotional opportunities. And I chose that because, first off, it's a really easy one for me to help people to be able to land the job of their dreams or get a promotion or to position themselves with a great brand for success. So it was, it's an intensive program, but I know I'll get results with that. And I think that if you're focusing on results, then that's going to escalate. So there's three levels to that. The first level is you jump on and you do the online program and you get uh, a number of things. The second level is that you basically can be part of the webinars. And the third level is you get three coaching sessions with me and a psychometric test. And I'm accredited in psychometric testing. And I do a CV review and give you really sound advice. Now, I chose that one because that was easy to get in, to build, and keep focusing on. The second product is the trigger stuns, which is in formation right now. So we've got the trigger stuns developed. And so what I will do is I will look at that in a number of different areas. One, I'll call for coaches across the world and train them up to actually run spiritual leadership programs using the coaching stones, using the trigger stones. So that can be a coaching program in itself. But first off, I want to start with the one product and get the one product to work. And then I build up from there. Mm. So um, people are probably, you know, listening and maybe they're at the very beginning of their journey or they're just thinking about transitioning and they're like, oh my gosh, she's got it all figured out. Could you maybe take a couple of steps back for those people who are kind of like thinking, oh my gosh, I can't ever do this. (laughs) Where do they, where do you start? Yeah. Look, I think, I mean, somebody like you is fantastic because what you do is you get people to really think about their niche and to really think about developing products for the market. And I say products for the market, not products based on what they really want to do or love to do. And that may sound harsh, but I've worked with a number of business owners and entrepreneurs that basically start off with the thing they love doing the most and they don't make any sales, they get disillusioned and jump out of the market. If you, if you work with something that is trendy, something that people are gonna come to you with, 
then you can then basically build into all the stuff you love, which is the trigger stone stuff for me. So I start with what I know I can do that I can build business in and I haven't even launched and I've got referrals coming in through the door. Okay. And so that's, I know. For the, that's for the build up masterclass, exactly. which yeah. land the drop of your dreams. Okay. Yeah. So because that was what people were just naturally attracted to you for. Is that what you're saying? Like go yeah. for that? Well, the other thing, that's the thing is people say, well, what do you look for when you're interviewing? How did you fast track your career in your early twenties to get into a CEO role? Now, mm -hmm. to be honest, I, I thought I, that just all seems to be too easy, but in actual fact, uh -huh. the more I started talking to people, the more I realized they needed it. So, yeah. so, so do some exploration about around needs. And then I actually found that the thing that I didn't really want to do I'm actually really now passionate about. Does that make sense? And what, what, what is that thing that you didn't really want well, to do? I didn't really want to do career coaching. And then uh, I suddenly realized that, well, actually I am passionate about this and I can do this really well. So yeah. now I'm fully engaged in it. So you kind of have to say, well, and if you're the sort of person that flips their thinking and says, yep, I can do this. And I do believe in this because I'm a bit like you, but I can't do anything unless I believe in it, unless it resonates on a, deep and spiritual level, unless it makes a difference. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when I'm getting an email from uh, a young woman that says, basically, thank you so much. I listened to what you said. I'm now got myself in head office. I've got a pay rise and I feel that I'm now positioned for a management role and she's only 23. Right? Mm -hmm. It's, and that's at the lower level. That's like, wow. Okay. That's really inspiring. And then yeah. you get something from someone else and says, I wanted to go for that senior executive role. I was in a manager role. I didn't because I didn't think I could. And I did it because you told me to and you gave them their skills. And I've just got a 30% pay rise and I got the role. You know? Yeah, I mean, come on. You got to wake up feeling amazing when you get yeah, emails exactly. like that. <laughs> and you go, okay, this is working. But I didn't know if it would. I just knew there was demand. And I knew I had to kind of explore that and work out. So you've got to be able to experiment and you've got to be able to say, okay, if somebody doesn't like me or doesn't like, uh, you know, my tweets or doesn't like my post, it doesn't matter. You yeah. just got to get a quite a thick skin and ride it through because the ones that love you will absolutely love you. And the ones that don't, maybe they're just not ready yet for you. Yeah. You know, or they need to find somebody else. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. The world's a big place when you're online. It is. <laughs> well, Claire, what I love hearing about what you're saying um, is how you said you kind of almost ignored the obvious choice for you because it was so easy for you. Yeah. That I have seen that pattern so many times with, with coaches mm -hmm. also. Um, yeah. I think it's really common out there. So if, when people are out there, you know, those of you who are thinking of transitioning and something that seems like it's too easy, that might be a good indicator that you need to look deeper. There. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. Cause you think, Oh, well, people are not going to want to know about that. And then you find they do, they're really keen to know. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And you just can just talk about it like for three days straight about, and it's super in second nature. So, okay. No, that's, that's really um, excellent. Okay. So I did want to keep this short so we can have just little snippets um, for people um, looking for help in the, in the transitioning space for this episode. Um, Claire, thank you so much for being on today, but if somebody wants to uh, find out more about your work and what you're doing, or maybe um, get into that masterclass or get a copy of the trigger stones, which I have, and they're just awesome. Um, how can they find you? 
Thank you, Benet. It's basically drclareallen.com. So www.drclareallen.com. Excellent. And I'll include that URL at the end of um, the show notes here too. Okay, Claire, that was short and sweet and absolutely perfect. Thank you so much for being on today. Thank you, Benet. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye.